0: Oh hey Chris! Uh,
1: sounds like what are you drinking there? Uh, glad you asked, Bill. Uh, don't be a seltzer. Oh, it's a seltzer. Oh, Let God. me tell you a little bit about it, Bill. Uh, it's a pink grapefruit okay. seltzer. But but hold the phone, Bill. You're going to be pleasantly surprised this time because this one oh, is can't made wait. by Kroger. Okay, and it's a non-alcoholic seltzer. It's a non-alcoholic drink, Bill. So, do you feel like I know you've been complaining my, about my seltzer drinking? Does this does this make it a little bit better? It it does. It makes it a little bit better. So, it's a non-alcoholic version of an alcoholic drink. That's that's exactly right. Yeah the the, uh, the alcoholic versions came first, and then they decided to. What is? They decided to make it non-alcoholic for children, I suppose. Do you want to know what I'm drinking? Uh, I absolutely do not, but I guess, uh, to be polite, I should ask. And Bill, it's just interesting, just before we go on to you, let's stay on me for a second. It's interesting you didn't ask why I wasn't drinking an alcoholic beverage, which is usually what I am. I have an answer for that. Oh, Oh, you do? Yeah, okay, what? I just don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought, I yeah. thought as much. So, yeah. let's turn turn to you, Bill. Uh, what America wants to know what you're drinking. Chris, mm-hmm.
0: I am drinking a sugar-free grape Kool-Aid. Uh, w- with vodka in it? Nope, just grape Kool-Aid powder, sugar-free and water. <laughs>
1: Sounds like somebody's at the door. Let, let, let me let me go get it. Oh, oh, Bill! Oh my God! Oh, who is it? It's 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 Liz! Oh no, it's shit! A, yes, from Ethereum Classic like, Labs? Yes, that <laughs> Liz. Oh,
2: Liz. Hey, Liz! Hey, Chris! Hey, Bill! <laughs> <laughs>
1: i hope you awesome don't mind
2: i brought <laughs> my own drink with me
0: what are you drinking
2: uh 12 bottle of 92 score tuscany something i don't know
0: a real wine aficionado <laughs> yeah. Yeah. always Wait, looking does, for a good deal do any of us understand the scores like what do the scores mean
2: oh you know i don't know probably like not disgusting it can't be too big and like sweet it has to have a good amount of tannins it's Pretty cheap bottle, 12 bucks. So it's not going to have, like, a sophisticated finish. My ex was a, was a sommelier, so that's the only reason I know any of this crap.
1: Is that how you were, dro- <laughs> you were just dropping a whole lot of words right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tannins. I only know that from Back to the Future, so. So, Liz, the premise of this show, Noob
0: News, is that we have, and I told you this ahead of time, but we have nine or ten friends on a crypto loop. <laughs>
1: Total. That uh-huh. we talk
0: crypto <laughs> stuff, and we share links, and uh, you know, we 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 talk about can you believe what the Amples are doing, and 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 who knows what, <clears throat> um, and so we want to get to what the fuck is Ethereum Classics Labs? Ah, oh. right on the
2: gate.
0: To, no, no, we want to get there.
2: Okay. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. To start, we want to keep things
1: pretty high level.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we're confident that everybody we talk to, our new bloop knows what Bitcoin is. Can you give us the Bitcoin versus Ethereum in general?
2: Can I give you the Bitcoin versus Ethereum Classic in general?
0: Well, well start with I just mean, reg- even, Yeah, I think with,
1: even before the, separ- the separation yeah, start between with each, Ethereum each, and Ethereum Classic, I think. Because then we want to know yeah. that next top.
2: Okay, well, I mean, Bitcoin is like the origin story for everything, right? So, yeah. Bitcoin, of course, is first in 2009. And then Ethereum wanted to be able to do more stuff, I guess you could say, and have more functionality or more capabilities. And so, Ethereum was born from like the premise of Bitcoin of like peer to peer exchange, decentralization, censorship resistance, like all of that good stuff, like self banking. Uh, but then also wanted to have more of like the the coding piece, like how can we make this kind of bigger, I guess you could say. And then Ethereum Classic is kind of a, a mix of the two.
0: OK, so. So so at one time, I'm going to tell this story horribly. So there's Bitcoin, <laughs> then there's Ethereum. I'm a really just bad
2: storyteller. Yeah, that's OK.
0: <laughs> but there's <laughs> so there's Bitcoin, then there's Ethereum. And that's it. That's it's just Ethereum. And Ethereum's out there just trying to be like Bitcoin, but do more shit. Yeah. But now I have Ethereum and Ethereum Classic, which is similar right. to New Coke and Coke Classic.
2: I guess. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I don't drink soda, so I, I don't um, get this analogy, but I think so.
1: Well, it's just a soda that has the word classic. Okay. Yeah, you're really, you're really just saying that, you know, Ethereum, <laughs> the non-classic version of Ethereum is on its way out. <laughs> you're, you're dooming that. <laughs> yeah, we all do yeah. like Coke Classic the best. Yeah. Yeah. I think Why do difference? we have two?
2: Yeah, the difference between the two, well, why we have two is because in 2016, when there is the big Dow hack, uh, there was a small faction of people who didn't want to give the money back. They, they thought of it as like bailing out the bankers. And so there was a small faction that was like, no, we shouldn't bail out the bankers. Like, that's exactly the problem we're in today with traditional finance. And so that small faction decided to, well, they both, they decided to fork, right? One group didn't want to fork or whatever. They both, they decided to fork. And a bunch of people didn't vote, like I think 5% or 10% of the network voted, and the group that's called Ethereum today trademarked the name Ethereum immediately after. And so it forced the other group, Ethereum Classic, to come up with a new name. And so Ethereum Classic, sometimes you'll hear folks say like, oh, it's the original Ethereum because it follows the original premise. It's like really similar to, to Bitcoin when it comes to values and philosophy, but it has the codability or programmability as Ethereum. But it's still super decentralized. It's still really scrappy. It's not like great at marketing. It's like it's, it's kind of similar.
0: Well, let's go back. Just I don't want to deep dive into the DAO, but just to summarize for our listeners. <laughs> yeah. So so the DAO was uh, Ethereum at the time created a smart contract where we could all basically put our money in. Uh, maybe the three of us. There was more than just the three of us. But our money is now in there. And then we could vote on maybe things we wanted to fund or how we wanted to use that money. There was um, an issue with the code and someone was able to steal our money. Yeah. And so the, who are, the guys who are the now Ethereum classic guys said, well, yeah, that's, this is really cutting edge stuff and mistakes like that are going to be made. And let's move on and keep, keep going with our ethos. And you're saying some people who are now the, the Ethereum people, they were like, oh, oops, let's rewind and pretend like that didn't happen. And basically, it's hard fork and go back in time like that didn't happen. And that's what pissed yeah. off the Ethereum Classic guys. Because they were like, that's bullshit. That's, that's the exact stuff we say you shouldn't do.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it kind of goes against the immutability piece, like erasing history, I guess, is part of it. So, right. yeah, that's that's part of it. Um, and by kind of, I mean, yeah.
0: it totally does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so... So Ethereum, the current Ethereum, they split off into their own faction and they, I didn't know about the trademark thing. It's a good move. You've got to give it to them. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. dicky, but it's a good move. Um, sure. So then, so the thing that we're now calling Ethereum Classic, that is actually, in uh, I'm, I'm sure there's been code changes, but it's the original, it's the original.
2: It's the original. And then today it's actually at parity with Ethereum. So like the code is actually, it's, it's. Everything that you could do on Ethereum, you could do on on ETC now, and that's as of the recent Phoenix uh, Phoenix upgrade, which was I think in June, maybe end of May. So then it makes it a little bit boring. It's like, okay, well, you're like doing the same things, but right. we'll stay we'll stay proof of work as their proof of stake. So we're staying with mining. We still believe that miners are putting in all of this money into hardware. <laughs> And because they're putting in all of that money, like that sunk cost, they want to recuperate that cost. So they're dedicated to the security of the network. Within staking, you have derivatives, right? You're earning some interest or some money on putting your money in, but you don't have to do anything. Right. So, like, why do I have any incentive to stay? Like, if something better comes along tomorrow, I'm just going to leave. So I, I, we, we still believe that proof of work is the best option.
0: Right. Well, how are you guys going to handle all this, the same scaling issues?
2: That's a good question. Well, um, I
0: guess I it's know. not you guys. How do you think they are going to handle I
2: think anyone's. I don't think anyone's <laughs> solved for scaling just yet. I think stateless clients is like one thing folks are looking at, but I don't think anyone's solved for it yet. Because yeah, like in a, a peer-to-peer situation, you don't really need to scale. You know, like when it's peer-to-peer and self-banking, I, like, I mean, like that was the intent. Like that was the ethos.
0: I hear you, but I just feel like, <laughs> right, the whole, I guess, I guess when I think about Ethereum, whatever, all the Ethereums, people yeah. want to build their cool shit. Right, and it's heavy. It's it's taxing, uh, on the system. I hate the CryptoKitties thing, but you know, but whatever. It wasn't even that big, and it just shut down. Shut down Ethereum. Yeah, that's um,
2: true.
0: I'm with you though that you know, no one's come out with the oh here's the great way to do it in a way that still doesn't have kind of like the proof of stakes trade off. If we go down your school of thought here, some amount of developers. Will want to perhaps leave Ethereum as they move to Ethereum 2.0 and head down that proof of stake world. Because they might just, out of ethos or whatever, for a variety of reasons, might say, I actually prefer proof of work. And I'm assuming I'm assuming that I could probably move. <coughs> is it easy to move? Are they compatible in that way? I can move yeah. my sh-
2: Yeah, you can migrate pretty easily. What 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 folks might want to do is like get their smart contracts audited. Which, by the way, I, didn't even, I probably shouldn't even say this. Well, not like anyone's listening. But well, of, course, <laughs> <thousands> of, <laughs> of course, thousands of people are listening. But I just found out uh, recently that like, MakerDAO contracts are not audited. So I guess it doesn't even matter. Like, you could shift to ETC. Your, your shit already wasn't audited. So it doesn't really matter, um, which is kind of crazy, actually. But yes, generally speaking, if you're going to migrate, that's like, the one thing you should do, is make sure to get your smart contracts re-audited. But otherwise, no, it's super simple.
0: Is that MakerDAO public knowledge, or did you just drop a, a hot take on us? Hot
2: <laughs> I think, <take. laughs> I think like a, I think like people kind of know, but a lot of people kind of don't know.
0: <laughs> so we get Ethereum Classic Labs. Or, no, sorry, Ethereum Classics, and then you work not at Ethereum Classic because there's no such company. Right. You work at Ethereum Classic Labs. Yeah. What do they do? <laughs>
2: Uh, so we work with startups and we used to invest in them. Now we give grants for the most part. So we still do some investments, but it's mostly grants because a lot of these teams are pretty early and we want ETC to thrive. So it's like, it doesn't really make sense that from an investor's perspective to ask somebody to build on ETC and I'm an investor. It's kind of weird. So, I mean, it just doesn't work out. It's like, like competing interests. Um, so the grants model seems to be working well. Yeah, that's what we do. We work with startups and we do research. So we're working with Swarm and Filecoin and other decentralized storage teams. Um, yeah.
0: Hold on, hold so, on, hold on. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah. You, we're like you a
1: you fourth asked.
2: customer because we don't we don't usually work with teams that have no customers. We're like a fourth customer.
1: Well, hey, so, and do you do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you Wait, go.
0: So where? So you get a paycheck from this company? Yes. Okay. Regularly, on a regular, you (laughs) know when you're getting paid. (laughs) I've never
2: not been paid.
0: (laughs) Where does that money come from?
2: Oh, so the parent company's digital finance group, who I also work for, and obviously, and do projects for.
0: And so they just own a lot of Ethereum Classic.
2: I assume so. So like a digital finance group, um, we've been in the crypto space since 2015, but started doing kind of research in 2013, 2014. So we have two crypto hedge funds. We've done some like OTC. We invested in Brave and Lenger X and Block and Circle and Ripio and all, a bunch of big names. Like we did pretty good on the equity investment side. Um, and then ETC Labs was like the most recent initiative. But the reason I'm telling you that whole spiel is because on the um, hedge fund side, we don't even hold ETC. So like it's not like we're like, you know, I, I think James, our, our founder and chairman, I'm sure he must hold you know, something, just like anybody who's supporting a BTC project or an ETH project. like They're all bag holders, right? Um, so, yeah, of course, as an investor, he wants his investments to do well. And he believes well, is, in ETC. I think he also really believes in it.
0: But is yeah. that – I mean is that the angle that – also, is it DFG.com?
2: No, it's not. I think it's DFG. Digital it's Finance group? group? No, because there's another uh, yeah, Digital dot group. Finance Group. It's our group. There's another one, strangely enough, also in San Francisco, also in crypto. <laughs> Hold
0: on, does yours, does yours have a big lion on the front?
2: Yeah, 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 that one's ours.
0: This website's horrible.
2: <laughs>
1: Let, let's, see. Let, let's see it. Let's see it. Well, where, I can't. Where do uh, I got to go? DFG.group. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. D- can we, can yeah. we record your criticism so I can send it to my team?
1: D- DFG what?
0: <laughs> dot, dot group. group.
2: Wait, because they're, they're redoing it right now. Wait, this is really useful feedback.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see. You, are you there? Do you see the lion? <laughs> I do the lion. line. No, no, I, I like, like the line too. Okay, Chris, tell yep. me who works there. F- figure out what to click on,
1: and when you, go, the, when a, you
0: scroll down, this other thing
1: moves. Well, I Bill, uh, did I? Uh, Bill, there's there's a little uh, a little uh, hamburger menu there, and then I go there and I see about ah, uh, you know, and then yep. I've got yeah. the okay. ecosystem, the leader. Let's take a look at the leadership. Let's see what's going on there. Who's so leading for- this thing? Oh, a lion, a a lion, I assume barking is um, lion's (laughs) bark, right? Lion's bark. That's what it is. Yeah. So uh, no, I found them, Bill. I think maybe, you know, look, it is not uh, the slickest website, but I think maybe your initial sort of nothing.
2: You should give some feedback because our team is redoing it as we speak. But to speak a little bit more about ETC. So yes, ETC, (laughs) uh, digital finance group is Certainly interested. So is Digital Currency Group and Grayscale and another and a bunch of other like larger investors, right? So it's not – I think the cool thing about ETC is it's certainly not like one group, right? It's very decentralized. There's not one decision maker. Yeah.
1: So why – I mean, I guess – so it, it, the reason to move to grants was just because the investment was too – it was too flimsy. Like too flimsy. They weren't paying off, right? It was
2: well, – it was just making it more complicated, like teams, it was difficult to work with the teams that we wanted to work with, because now we have to either um, get on the cap table, talk to other previous investors, like it just made things more complicated. Okay. And if, right. if we're giving a small check for a team to, like that we're working with, um, if they do a later round, then we're happy to participate. Yeah. But yep, I'd say most it. of our funding has been going to research and development. So, like decentralized storage, scalability, like stateless channels. So it's been more like research. I think what we're doing is more similar to like corporate venture capital, honestly. Like AI in like the '70s and '80s, where you're pouring money into something because you think it has a long-term benefit or a long-term payoff, and you're just it just takes a long time to get there.
1: Well, so what, so what so are the? What? I was no. I was just gonna ask like so, so things like Jade Swarm or so no Jade is that's yeah, a tool, but like so things like Swarm or PingMe and stuff like that uh-huh. are those are those companies that you're giving grants to, or are you partnering with them in some way, or is it a mix of both?
2: Yeah. So Swarm is a research grant, and we're investing, so both for Swarm, okay. but that's pretty infrequent right now. And then PingMe, we're providing a grant.
1: Okay. What's ping, right, me? Okay. ping me?
2: Ping me like
1: is an, oh, go ahead. Go, Chris. No, no, no. No, no, you're <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I want to hear how you say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no. no. Okay. Oh, no yeah, you go, you go. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'm not the one that should be pitching. No, it's. just it's, uh, my understanding is that it just facilitates like micro loans or micro lending to developing nations, right? All right, yeah, Liz, what is it really?
2: Yeah, that's how I was pitching it, and then they, then they like, then they like finger wagging me, and they're like, "That's actually not what we." I'm like, "Oh, okay, my bad," because that's exactly how oh, yeah. I was saying it too. They're an API for developers and financial institutions to develop innovative solutions for their customers. So I, I was corrected recently. So they
1: but, are they saying that because they're not actually involved? They're just they're providing like the the software behind the loan, and they want to make yeah. that distinction. Yeah,
2: totally. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, like, they help with, like, credit scoring, origination. They help with, like, following the, the loan from start to finish. But, like, that's it. They're not, like, touching any money.
1: Got it. Okay. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. Uh, I, I thought they were actually fulfilling the – No, I, I've heard of that company. <laughs> they have been they were a while back. They were written up a little bit. They got some press, so.
2: Yeah, they just closed a $2 million seed round. They're doing well. I think they did 300 k last year. Like, they're doing, like, on track to do 800 k this year. They're doing good.
0: Chris, we need to get a seed round. That's what we need. Yeah, sure, yeah.
2: Wait, but Bill, oh. I wanted to pitch you this company. Okay. And and Chris, okay. So <laughs> my friend Charlie, I, we should have invited Charlie to join. I think you guys would like him. So Charlie sure. is Charlie. Charlie Faulkner. He's a founding partner at Northblock Capital in London, and he's launching a a company called Edge Mode in Chicago or just outside of Chicago. It's a data center that does bitcoin mining when it's profitable and they're partnered with bit so they have like data they have like a they have a hardware cooling solution they have access to this like insanely large underground storage that's like obviously cold, right? To keep the, the hardware cold, <laughs> and then access to really cheap renewable energy. So, I'm yeah, excited. Would, I'm you, super you, you, excited yeah. about it. I yeah. wish I had more. I yeah. wish I had more money to give to him, but I don't. So you know, I got to pitch it here.
0: Yeah. How much money does he need? I have a um, hundred and eighteen dollars. <laughs> I made. from my Ethereum's <laughs> classic investment. Yeah. He's
2: raising. He's raising a million around there. He's raised three hundred k. So he's looking to okay. fill 700k.
0: How small? Tell your tell your,
2: tell your friends. Yeah.
0: How, yeah, how small s- an investment will he take? Yeah.
2: 100k, probably maybe 50. Okay. I don't know, but 100k is what he told me, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I can't help you, yeah. <laughs> but I wish I could.
0: <laughs> no, totally. I think. Well, listen though, if we were to get one, two, three, 40 of 20, our friends, five, 40. <laughs> and <pull it> together, <laughs> <laughs> we could probably find another forty and and then do it. There you go. <clears throat> well, wait, hold on. So when. Uh, He's saying when it's profitable, meaning when the Bitcoin price is high enough and the difficulty is low enough, like whatever the ratios are, boom, compared to the price he's paying for electricity. So when he's not doing that, though, or when he's doing that and I'm a customer of his data center, I would like to be able to have access to my data.
2: No, the data center is going anyway. So they're, they're starting with so they're actually starting with mining first and then starting the data center. And data center is the majority of the revenue that's like where most of it's coming from. Like 90% will come from data center and 10% from mining.
1: Hmm. Got it. What's it called?
2: Edge mode.
1: I think it's a uh, edge mode.io. I think I got
0: it. <laughs> nice. Wait, hold on. I do want to get to what, cause Liz, I only know you in like, um, post event cocktails, uh, dinners in LA. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, uh, Liz is putting on some sort of thing somewhere where there's going to be 10 different companies telling me all about their cool stuff. Right. That's the world I know you in. Um, But I don't actually know what you do. Like what what do you do?
2: Yeah. So I source startups. So that's like scouting Twitter and getting referrals mostly from like investor friends. So it's like sourcing startups. It's doing interviews with them, doing diligence, writing the term sheets. If it's a grant, like figuring out what the terms are. Um, and then making investor intros, sales intros, we do marketing PR with them. And then additionally, like other stuff for ETC. So like ETC adoption. So it's like working with exchanges, talking to universities on the blockchain side, like distributed systems people and like cryptographers. So it's like partnerships, partnerships, startup stuff. And then on the digital finance group side, uh, we're about to launch Matrix Exchange. So a fully regulated exchange in UAE at the end of the year, not yet. So like a lot of my time is there sourcing stuff. So like, how the hell do you get insurance for a crypto exchange? Super hard, super hard, but found somebody. That took a while. Um, (laughs) Finding like accounting software for crypto. Also, like a pain in the butt because it's not the same as regular accounting.
0: Right. Because you
2: have, you know, it's just like you have to account for everything on both sides. Well, did you? And did you talk to those anyways, guys
0: at uh, Blocks?
2: Yeah, I talked to Blocks. I talked to a lot of people. No, Blocks doesn't do that. Blocks is more like um, like an annual tax kind of thing, not oh, like a like thousand transactions in a day kind of like ledger system and a journal entry system. So, anyway, that's what I do for the exchange. Oh, how like you, know, you and I talked about things. when you were
0: doing that. You, you and I, ta- you were looking for. Um, I figured what the position was, but the caveat was you had to move to Dubai for. Yeah, Abu, Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. Yep. Uh,
2: yep, that's it. <laughs> We're still how,
0: doing it. You, okay, that seems like, i got to say, an obstacle.
2: <laughs> wait, 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 What's an obstacle? Like, Moving?
0: yeah like let's say you said oh hey bill i got a great opportunity for you and you and you named like my criteria like things that i'm actually good at i'm like oh wait a minute liz i'm like actually you're good in at this. you're you you're, yeah you're ready this for is this. great okay. yeah this sounds really really great and you say okay, right before it's you sign the papers abu, it's in abu dhabi i <laughs> like Ugh. no we've
2: done pretty good like no we filled the team like we're i think we're doing pretty good
0: and people so are moving he, huh sorry chris people are moving to abu dhabi
2: no, people aren't moving to Abu Dhabi. People are already in the Middle East or like in the region. Nah. And yeah, yeah sure. like who come from other exchanges. Yeah. yeah
1: what is, what do you guys do? What are you doing with universities? Are you just there to pitch adoption from a development standpoint or like what,
2: what's? Yeah, it's different projects. So with like some universities, they want to do a hackathon for other schools. Okay. We work with grad students like Lehigh University. We're working with grad students to build out a smart contracts analytics tool. So I actually don't do much like once I get once I meet folks, like get the relationship going, start talking about like the scope of work. It's like a little bit project management, but not really. I kind of just hand it off to one of our developers who then is really giving them free resource. So like they're learning like financial engineers are learning about blockchain, they're learning how to mm-hmm. build on it. They're building cool shit with it. They put on their CV um, and then and then that's it. And it's an open source tool. So it's never like you build this for us and now it's ours. It's always open source. So like we're not do trying you- to own anything.
0: Do you do anything with the University of California? Not
2: usually like we, we might like we've looked, we talked to university in North Texas recently who we might give like some sponsorship to the Lehigh university. Um, I think they usually do take money. So this would be awful if a lot of people actually did hear this. Um, I think people do pay, we're not paying anything, but there's a, most universities do ask for, for like sponsorship fee, but usually they say they want sponsorship fee because that's going to pay for their, um, their, their teacher's assistant for the TA. Yeah, And like our developers are kind of like the TA, like the teacher is not doing anything. Like our developers are doing all of it. So it's right. kind of like a trade off. Well, so here's something interesting <laughs> with the smart contracts analytics tools. I mean, it's pretty cool is a lot of these like analytics tools that are out there for smart contracts. They're like at state. It's like what's happening right now. And you can't look at, his- at history. And so like this tool that these students are building, I think, you- I think these tools exist. We have to pay for them generally speaking. And so this, can, you can look at history. And so when you can look at history, you can think about like trends or start making predictions. And so it's pretty cool. And especially if it's going to be free and open source and other people can use it and not get charged like a hundred bucks a month to use it.
0: I like that. I learned, I like
1: that. I learned what you do all these times I've met you. Uh, yeah. Last question. Uh, no, I just, uh, I uh, general interest question. So what is, so I read a little bit about in in preparation for, for, for this. <laughs> what about the, the uh, Jade Service Runner? That seemed pretty interesting to me, but I only made it so far in my reading. So that to me looks like, uh, correct me if I'm, uh, I'm wrong, it's like a, a tool or a suite of tools for developers that make it a little bit easier for them to develop on top of uh, Ethereum, kind of almost like I'm picturing... You know, when web development tools started to become a thing in like the late 90s, early 2000s for, you know, programming on the web. Is that kind of what that is?
2: Yeah, I think you said it just right. And yeah, yeah, that's it. I did it. Yeah. It wasn't
1: a question. It was a true, it was a true false.
2: Yeah. I actually, I, I put like a couple, I had no idea what I was like getting myself into with this chat here, right? Like, I didn't know if there was an agenda or anything. So I like put like right before the call, I like started thinking about things to chat about, like, oh, what am I thinking about in crypto right now or blockchain? Oh. And yeah, I was like, just in case. And I did have on here that I don't think that like a CryptoKitties is going to be the killer app, and I do think it's going to be tooling. I think tooling is what's going to at least help from behind the scenes help blockchain take off. Yeah.
0: I feel like that's a. I don't even like. I don't understand tooling in the real world, so I don't understand it in crypto either.
1: Oh, uh, uh, it's it's like it's like you, but for develop because because you're a tool. There's a. Whoo. Okay. Is that, did we just cop it? IT'S A WRAP! When you feel like school has sucked the wind out of your sails Remember that it's cool to use the wind that's in your tails! Fart! Oh. Fart! 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 Every part is a work of art Don't know where to begin, don't know where to start we we'll you free. It's that gas from your ass, it's that poop from your boot. That hump from your bum, it's that loot in your shoe. All that air from your old dairy air. Come on and set it free. Cause sparks are the oh, yeah. What do we wanna do? Burn, burn. Open up your
2: butt piece. This, this is how our
1: box feet. 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 Let's That tooth from your boots, that home from your bum, it's that loot in your shoes, all that air from your old area. Come on and let it rain. Good parts are never made. Good parts will set you free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you think? I mean, I guess you, you with I mean, Chris, should we buy some Ethereum Classic because there'll be a some kind of bump? Sure. Yeah. Right? I,
1: uh, yeah. Mm. Totally. I think I think uh, I I I I hate <laughs> I, it, I, think I, I, I think I I think I had a bunch and then it dumped it recently.
2: <laughs> oh, <I no>! keep... <laughs> Our great city. Oh no.
1: Okay. Oh, wait. Dude. Actually. <laughs>
2: Wait, I have a question for you guys. So like, where do you buy your, your crypto? I'm, I'm curious. And like, how, do you buy on DEXs or like centralized exchanges? And if it's a DEX, I want to know which ones because I've never used a DEX before.
0: I use Coinbase. You know why? Why? Because Coinbase is easy and they make the stuff work for me. And I don't think that they're horrible people for listing coins. They are an exchange. That's what exchanges do. And in fact, I'm happy that they don't try to censor my thought by deciding what coins I can and can't buy.
2: That was the whole reason I came on this conversation, was to get the insider tips on how the hell do I participate in these damn sales that are not happening in the U.S.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. I I don't don't know how. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested to see what companies produce good, whatever good means, systems or products in the smart contract world. I've yet to see many things that weren't like crypto for crypto sake like crypto for finance right. sake. sure different ways to trade trade and sell the so and i'm not a day trader so the fuck if i know like yeah apparently i can make 100x but i i just don't know how so so i don't go to i don't have a need really for dexes i only got these yeah. samples just cause i had met those guys and like oh this is fun i lost money yeah. already so
2: well the reason i ask about the dexes is because like my one my one qualm with coinbase is the fees are super expensive I'm trying to was. find a cheaper place to buy crypto. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't use an OT, like a real OTC, because I don't have like $100,000 to spend, right, which is right. like usually the minimum. So I'm like, OK, so I'm just stuck with these like sucker fees. It's like it's super expensive.
0: Well,
1: hold on. We're we going to get back to Ethereum yeah, Classics
0: Labs.
1: Because now we gotta, right, we're going to right. We're only on Ethereum Classic. We got to make the jump to a, Ethereum yeah. Classic Lab. So I know what
0: Bitcoin is, I know what Ethereum is, I know what Ethereum Classic is, we're going to buy some, because, actually we should buy some Ethereum too, because what we're saying is, if they're
1: successful in sure. this, so yeah, so let's buy some of the both. But you know what? I like buying the, I, let's buy Ethereum Classic, because I, I like buying, like the, the for no reason, I just like buying the cheaper one, like it's it's lower cost, <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I'm getting a deal, it's we're not true a deal. at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all, but I like...
2: You know also, where you should hold oh. it too? Here's another shameless shill. You should hold it at Celsius, which some people have mixed feelings about, but you know you get 8% interest. Oh no, 6. 6% interest on your ETC on, on Celsius. I've held it there for a month. It's not it's it's real.
0: So who they custody it?
2: Yeah, uh, Fireblocks custodies it. So but yes, they do. So Fireblocks is their custody provider who provides I think $100 million in insurance to them also. So it's insured. They have custody, and you get six percent interest on ETC, four point eight percent on BTC, eight percent on USDC, and you can't even buy the damn Sol token as an American. So it doesn't even matter.
0: So Celsius, how much do you get for Bitcoin?
2: Yeah, four percent.
0: That's like why don't I wait? Not is that bad. how is that a shill for you?
2: Well, it's not, but it's a yeah. somebody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I, think, I think that that's, that's, I don't think that's a shill. Yeah, that's a shill like, is like when you have vested interest <laughs> yeah. or are being paid as an employee. If you're just yeah. like, hey, this thing's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a recommendation.
2: <laughs> well, I'm yeah. like friends with, I'm kind of friends with multiple people over there, so kind of is. That's okay.
0: That's you're okay. in the mix. You're friends with yeah. lots of people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, so like, yeah. I started doing it like a month and a half ago. I get my interest on a weekly basis. It's real. It works. So, Bill, so you have kids, right?
0: Yeah, we both do. I have one kid. Chris has two.
2: Okay. Do you guys talk to your kids about crypto?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have the I have the Bitcoin for kids book. (coughs) Right. Mm -hmm. So we've uh, I've read that one. Um, I mean, the short answer is no, but that's just because, like, they're not really interested in money, right? Or, yeah, exchange in any way, like, when it comes to a marketplace. So they're, they're young, you know? I mean, a five-year-old isn't, you know, even if I started to, like, really dig in, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, I get it or care. I guess I'm training,
0: gonna... Zach. So if I say sure. who invented Bitcoin, he says Satoshi Nakamoto.
2: No way. Wait, if how old kid? Four and a half. What?
0: <laughs> if I say what color is a bitcoin, he say no color. Now yeah. he he could get into some nuanced stuff, but I haven't gone down there. I tried, what's the smallest unit of a Bitcoin? He doesn't remember SATS. So that's you know, that's as far as we've got. Why why yeah, do you I'm, ask that question?
2: I'm just curious. Because yeah. like a lot of a lot of like Bitcoiner folks I know, and I guess like all crypto people I know who have kids are always like hardcore about their kids knowing about crypto. But that's on you Twitter. That's only on Twitter. So, like, in Ugh. reality, I don't know how true
0: that is. Chris and I talk about this. The, the crypto Twitter world sucks. And, like, we don't believe that the – listen, maybe the economy is going to collapse or not. Maybe rich people are just going to keep getting richer for the next hundred years. Right. So, you know, now and then it feels like um, there's a lot of people on crypto Twitter who are experts about everything. Um, I mean, everything. It's really amazing. Uh, and we're just not totally sure that you can be an expert.